everyone and welcome to What's Your Jersey podcast. I am your host Jacqueline Marfuji and I hope you guys are all having an awesome week so far. Oh my god. I can't believe I just called you guys meatballs. I hope you meatballs are having an awesome week so far. Uh if it's your first time listening to What's Your Jersey, I call my listeners meatballs. So welcome to the club. Uh, so much is happening. So much is going on. Um, I hope everyone had a very, very candy-filled, safe, happy Halloween. I can't believe that it's practically Christmas already. Uh, I feel like Black Friday is going to happen in like a day. Um, is, is it me or is time just really flying by? I don't know. Um, before we get to my guest who... She's incredible, and this is a really special episode, so I feel like you guys are definitely going to want to tune in until the end. Um, Shit gets real, and um, my guest uh, is really honest and open about the experiences she's had, and uh, just, I definitely, I definitely recommend listening until the end. We laughed. We, you know, just had a really good time, but also... My guest gives a lot of really good advice. Um, one of the main reasons why the timing was so perfect um, to have my guest, who is Tara Newell, on is because, you know, we're going to be shopping a lot for the holiday season. And if you guys are unfamiliar with her, she is known from A, the Dirty John podcast. It's her story. She is the one who, um, you know, had to kill her attacker in a parking garage. And so one of the big things was I wanted her to give you guys advice on being in a parking garage and always staying safe and staying alert. And, um, yeah, she does such a great job with it and she's so open and just an absolute sweetheart. So I know you guys are going to love her. Um, and if you guys in the episode notes, I, wrote what she's been through. And if you just Google Tara Newell, you can figure it out. I didn't want her to have to explain the entire story. So you can also watch the series on um, Bravo. Uh, I think it's still on Netflix, the Dirty John series that starred Eric Bana and Connie Britton. Um, it's about Tara's life story uh, or this isolated part of her life. Um, or you could listen to the Dirty John podcast on Wondry. So there's a lot of ways to figure out and deep dive everything that we definitely talk about. But if you want more information on all of it, you can definitely just, you know, use Google. It's 20, it's almost 2020. Can you guys believe that? Um, but yeah, so a crazy thing, actually, not a crazy thing. I I was teaching Plyo Jam class today and one of my best friends, Haley Hansen, who's been on the podcast before, uh, her and I were talking after it and she was just saying that she was feeling a little anxious about certain things. And she went to a really nice heated yoga class and the instructor kind of informed or just reminded everyone that there's 60 days left in this year, 2019. And we're about to hit a new decade, which I hadn't even thought of. I was kind of just like, whoa, like that really just knocked me for a loop. And the advice the instructor gave was think about everything that's either holding you back or giving you anxiety or makes you not feel good about yourself or just people in your life that are just kind of cluttering things up and not serving you or not, you know, 
on your team, basically. And she said, leave that shit in the last decade. So I don't know. I thought I'd share that with you meatballs. I hope it helps you kind of reflect on everything and really think about what you want to move into the next decade with and who you want to move into the next decade with. I said to her, I was like, oh my God, are you breaking up with me? And she was like, no. But I think that's something I feel like we go, go, go. And we do so many things and we forget to actually think about, you know, who we're surrounding ourselves with and just everything. So yeah, think about that. Also, I hope I can surround myself with you guys coming up. Uh, Sopranos Con is approaching, people. It's November 23rd and 24th. You can still get tickets, but they're selling out pretty fast. It's the first ever convention that's completely devoted to the TV show The Sopranos. Uh, I will be having a What's Your Jersey podcast booth there. I'm going to be interviewing a lot of cast members. We're also doing stand-up comedy and SNL-style sketches. I will be playing Drea DeMatteo's character, Adriana, in a very, very funny sketch. Um, that also was something I realized is coming up. So I've basically not been eating carbs because she has sick abs. And, you know, I want to do her justice. Um, I might end up having to draw those abs on, though. It's okay. It's for comedy. Uh, so yeah, you guys should definitely come. It's going to be so much fun. I found out they're like recreating the sets so you can take pictures. It's it's just going to be so cool. They have cars from the TV show. Pretty much most of the cast members are coming to the convention. They're doing panels and there's going to be amazing food. It's just going to be so much fun. So you guys should definitely come to that. Uh, again, it's just www.sopranoscom.com. Uh, for tickets. And then after that, I am also later on in the week going to be performing at Catch a Rising Star Princeton at the Hyatt Regency Hotel, November 29th. It's an 8 p.m. show. And I'll be featuring for Anthony Rodaya. He's hilarious. You can look him up on Instagram and it's going to be awesome. And guess what? I also have just been confirmed. I'm going to be performing there for New Year's Eve, people. Uh, it's Kevin Lee and I. We're both co-headlining. So get your tickets now. Uh, Catch a Rising Star. It's a whole New Year's Eve gala at the Hyatt Regency Hotel. Uh, it's really cool. It's going to be awesome. And if you guys don't know this, I grew up in Princeton, Princeton Junction. And so as a little girl, I used to, we would go to the hotel or have like family events and whatnot there and always saw this place and didn't even know if it was a comedy club or a nightclub or whatever, but I knew I just wanted to be inside it and I was never old enough. So this is a special, special occasion for me. Uh, so yeah, definitely get your tickets and all the info. Um, it's www.catcharisingstar.com. I know those tickets are going fast too. So hopefully I will see you guys there in November, November 29th or on December 31st, guys. Hey, let's, I want to bring in the next decade with you. So definitely come to those shows, please, please, please. And also if you're in the Hollywood area, I perform all over here. Um, but yeah, just follow me at Jacqueline Marfuji and all those dates will be posted. Anyway, guys, I think we should just get to my guest. I feel like I this episode genuinely just I I loved I loved interviewing Tara and we actually went out to my friend Steven's birthday after Steven Slate. He's been on the podcast before and we had a really great time and she's just awesome and just really level-headed and seems to be in a really great place. So after you listen to her story and her on this episode also 
go to her podcast. It's called Time Out with Tara. We recorded it right after we did this episode. It's so fun. Um, I had two friends, Lori Douglas, who's been on the pod, and then Jessica J, who I've definitely talked about before. She is a fabulous esthetician, and she spray tans us, and she also comes to my plyo jam classes, and she's hot as fuck. They showed up for the Time Out with Tara podcast, so it just felt like a lady hang, like a little kiki, and we just were laughing, and it was it's a, it was so much fun. So that episode, I think, is coming out November 25th. I think I could be wrong, but I'll post that on social media. I think it's coming out right when the second season of Dirty John premieres. Uh, so yes, guys, without further ado, my sweetheart, awesome guest, Tara Newell. I hope you enjoy her as much as I do. And yeah, here it is. Oh my God. I feel like I'm sitting across from a real life freaking superhero. Oh my gosh. I'm just I'm just me, Jacqueline. Oh. <laughs> You're like, I'm just enough on brand with the just enough section of the podcast. Um, Tara Noel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me at your place. It's so pretty here. I love it. Oh, my God. And thank you for being – you're like a real housewife in training. You brought me white wine called Butter. <laughs> like, is that weird that I watched that show and I'm just like, is this going to be me one day? I mean, I feel like there's goals in life. And yeah. I would be – I would, I would want to be a real housewife not on the series. <laughs> Just like in general. That's true. I you mean, know? yeah, no, just like, you know, go shopping every day. Yeah. Drink, day drinking. They love a good day drinking You know, sesh. I like that too. I just like can't hang past 6 p.m. I have to go home and I'm like, okay, it's nap time now. <laughs> nap time. Yeah. And then, okay, I need to know, do you rally and then go back out? Or is it just like, I'm home for the night season for you? I'm... It depends on the guy. It depends. On- <laughs> You're like, if it's worth it enough. Right. If it's worth it, then I'll go back out. If you don't take off your makeup, then yeah. it's okay. Yeah. You no, know, because I'm like, you see those um, memes where it's like only a serial killer would take off their makeup when like they're completely drunk. Uh-huh. I'm that type of person. I'll take off everything to get ready for bed. Yes. Uh-huh. God, see your mom skin. taught you well. Yeah, skin is a- essential. You Wait, know? your skin does look amazing. Really? Is it because you went to cosmetology school and you know a lot of cool shit about the face? Like, can you run us through what your routine is? Because, guys, Tara is glowing, and I will post all the pictures we just took. Thank you. I thought that was Facetune, but <laughs> I mean, it was. But like, that was for me, not for you. Oh well, thank you. I contoured my nose. I really like doing that lately. I'm I a con- big fan. I contoured like my forehead, my cheek bones, my jawbone, you oh, know. Girl, girl from my own heart. I, I just did, I spent two hours doing that before you got here. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think contouring is still a thing. It's like, I, well, in cosmetology school, I actually didn't like it. I thought it was like, uh, like this is like whatever, like we don't need a contour face. And then Kylie Jenner and everybody started doing that and then it got really popular and then I was like okay I guess I'll get on board with it now wait so like you learned about contouring in cosmetology school before there was like Kylie and Kim and all that shit yeah but it was like you had to it was like um Melodia's book of cosmetology (laughs) and it was like the beauty or the cosmetic section or whatever and then you had to do the face and contour it but it was like one day 
Oh, just freeze yeah, right Just over one it. day. So you didn't really get to learn it. Well, can you tell the meatballs, which by the way, say hi, meatballs. Hi, meatballs. <laughs> can you tell the meatballs like what your favorite products are right now that you're using on your face just for oh. skincare and then also makeup wise? I like Narcissus, the um, Sheer Glow Ooh, that that? foundation. Or maybe it's not Sheer Glow, but okay. it's something glow. I like that because I'm having like a combination oily skin. Or not oily, but like combination dry. Well, it's like we're combination like in the middle of fall, Something, winter, fires, yeah. summer. Yeah, like, so that my makes skin's sense. just dry right now. Got it. So I like that because it puts like a little bit of moisture into your face. And then I like the Narcissist Toner where you kind of like scrub your face a little bit with it. Oh, it exfoliates God. it a little bit. I have to stop myself from exfoliating so much. I love it. I love scraping off. I love dermabrasion. Oh, all that's that so shit. fun. <laughs> and then I like picking at your face in the mirror for like hours. Oh my God. We're not supposed to do that and I can't stop. Yeah, same. I love it. Like even the little laser – guys, we sound masochistic right now, which is kind of on brand. Um, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's very on brand. <laughs> and even like when I go and they like do like those little wand laser things on my face, they're like, are you okay? Does it hurt? And I'm like, yes, make it hurt. I want it to work. I like Wait. it. <laughs> okay, I'm so weird. I have such a high pain tolerance that oh. when I do that stuff, they're like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't even feel it. <laughs> like, bring it on. Yeah, do more. like, you want to do something more, do it. <laughs> I don't have the money to spend, though. So, like, it's at your expense. You're like, to quote the queen, Britney Spears, give me, give me more, yes, bitches. give me more. Oh, I love it. Um, so I am very excited to have you, especially timing wise right now, because Tara and I have been trying to like get this shit together for months, but you're so freaking busy and you're killing it. I'm pretty busy. And so thank you again for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I like your house. (laughs) Come over whenever you want. Everyone, meatballs, just come over. Hang out. I might spend the night, you know, down here. Extra bedroom. If you feel like spending the night, we're going to Stephen Slate's birthday, who's a prior guest to the podcast, guys, we will fill you in afterwards. It's going to be a thing. Okay. But I was excited to have you because, A, you just got back from the East Coast, and oh, I'm did. from the East Coast, so I want to know all about your trip. I want she, You went to Wendy Williams? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. Tell me everything. Um, well, I have a friend that works on her show, so he was like, do you want to go on Wendy Williams as like a guest, or not a guest, an audience member? And I was like, okay, like she seems fun. I've never seen her show before. Okay. And I went on and it was like a party at 8 a.m. And I was like, okay, it's like 5.45 my time, but let's get with it. Whatever. Yeah. And um, the night before we did, were an audience member, my mom, my mom's boyfriend and I were audience Wait, is it member. still Robert? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. We're going to get into that. He had some very good advice on your first episode of oh, your podcast. Oh, you listened to that one? Girl, yes. Um, Pimp out your podcast right now just so everyone... Okay. So my podcast is Time Out with Tara, and the first episode is with my mom and her boyfriend, and I just get to grill him like I would not normally, like, you know, a dinner conversation. It just was like, okay, like... Let's ask any question I want right now. Oh my God. It was you were flawless about it. You were relentless. I feel like you weren't being too soft on him. Well, I'm just like, no bullshit. And can, I love you can curse, you can okay. say whatever the fuck you want. I was like nervous when I said that. I was no. like, are, am I allowed to say that? Guys, that was so cute. If she only knew what's been said on this podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I listened to the last episode and then Gabby Conti because she was on mine too. Yes. And I was like, I think I taught her a word. Which that she one? Said. Zombieing? No, no, no. Love bombing? Love bombing. Okay, can I we're gonna jump all over the place, meatballs. Can you tell but, us what love bombing is? Because I still don't know what it is. Okay, so it's like when they throw grand gestures at you, like get you lots of gifts, like in the beginning, if they're trying to pursue you and they're bringing you like flowers, they're bringing you maybe a Chanel bag, they're doing like all these grand gestures. Mm -hmm. That's usually love bombing. It's so true because I feel like it's something we kind of think we want, but it's too much too soon. Yeah. They're covering up for something. Yeah. No, they definitely are. It's like. Whether it's like a wife or, you know, yeah. 18 arrests. Yeah. Or jail well, time. I joke because at the airports, they always have those like jewelry places. And I'm like, who goes there? Oh, a guy that cheats on his wife and then comes back to her. That's who. That's it. Uh-huh. Any last-minute jewelry purchases. Yeah. That is it. And that's love bombing. There Lo- we go. Oh, my God. We're learning so much. Yeah. One of the things I love that Robert said when he, he was talking about when you're first pursuing something, someone, not something, you wait to be invited in the room. And when you're in the room, you wait like a gentleman so you'll be invited back. Oh, yes. I really liked that. Yes. I felt like it it had like a Southern charm feel to it. Not the series, just an actual charming Southern gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I really like that too because um, dating is hard in, especially in LA, I feel. Oh, God. I'm just, there's a lot of guys that are very entitled out here. Is that what you've been running into? I'm, I don't. No, just like entitled or just like pushy. Okay. Wait, what have guys done recently? That, are you dating right now? I'm like I'm dating, but this person's not pushy. Okay, at all. good, good, at good. All. Right. Um, by the least bit. Yeah. Um, and he's very respectful. He just uh wants to take things slow. So whatever that means. Um, I guess I'm okay with that Yeah, for the moment. One of the things that your mom said in that episode was that they should teach how to be in a healthy relationship in, in school. They should maybe. Yeah, that would be great. Right? Or maybe like your parents should teach you that. <laughs> or maybe that should just be a part of your upbringing. Yes, I think so. <laughs> because like, what's the teacher going to tell you? Guys, here's the red flags. Ignore <laughs> these now. Is that you're writing a book right now, aren't you? Yes, I'm writing a book right now. Okay. Um, so I don't know what I'm gonna call it, but it's about all my life experiences and how it's kind of prepared me for what I had to do. Oh, um, okay. And like self defending myself, and then also about how I was able to spot red flags and how I was able to learn about coercive control, love bombing at such young ages, but I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was bad. How did you figure that stuff out? I'm just being an outsider, kind of looking into my mom's relationships and then some things that happened throughout my life with trauma and et cetera. Yeah. I feel bad. We totally were talking about Wendy Williams and I dove into your mom and her new relationship. Oh, it's okay. So finish that story and then we will get back to where you're from and how you got to where you are. Um, well, Wendy was fun. It was a party. It was. So you're a fan. 
I feel like people are very black and white with her. I mean, I was a fan being in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't go watch her show again. If like, I she wouldn't... wants to put you on it, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I would love that. But I don't like... Well, I just don't watch a lot of, like, daytime TV. You're a functioning human being who yeah. probably does things. Who's yeah. not sitting at home watching it. Unlike myself, E! Daily Pop, I'm there every day. Yeah, and if I'm at home during the day, I'd rather, like, binge-watching Dexter or The Walking Dead or something and working on my computer, you know, because I know those shows and I'm like, I don't need to pay attention. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It soothes you. And then I really don't care, like, who is dating who that's a celebrity. I just, you know, that's their own life. And I'll just let them keep that privacy to themselves because I don't really want to hear it. So you don't care? No. I know you do care a lot about The Walking Dead. And I want to know. Okay, so I went to Halloween Horror Nights, not this year, but last year. And out of everything, they made me go in the front of our group for The Walking Dead exhibit. But I loved it. It, like, scared the shit out of me in the best way ever. I want to know what you thought about all of that. Oh, I mean, I I went to Halloween Horror Nights with um, the guy I'm dating. Okay. And it was fun, but I felt like a psychopath because <laughs> I would literally go through these mazes. And if I get scared, I'm like... Oh my gosh, that was so funny. And I'm just smiling the whole time. People are jumping out at me and just like, ha that's so great. That's like the best response ever to that shit. Right? So I was like, oh, I was having such a great time. Oh and then God. I was like, okay, I'll get like a little excuse to like, you know, hug the person's arms next to me, you know, act a little scared, but I'm not. I think Halloween Horror Nights is one of the best dates you could go on. Right? It's, it's so fun. It's fun. You like you feel protected. Yes. With, like you, Or you make them feel pro- <laughs> like they're protecting you. Yeah, And like you can drink and just. Yes. It's so fun. And you're doing something. It's not like you're just sitting at a bar doing drinking and that's it. Yeah. And then shout out to Universal. The tickets were free. Oh, hey now. Yes. <laughs> Our so, tickets were free too. Yes. <laughs> you know, um, the publicity department, like they are great. Love it. Um, And then the guy I was with paid for all my food and drinks. So I was like, this is just the best day ever. What do you think about that? Do you think in the beginning the guy should take care of a bunch of stuff? Like, oh, do- a hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they're courting you. Yeah. You do the I do the reach always and I always make sure I have enough with me and I can totally take care of myself. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I'm like, oh I forgot my wallet. It's not gonna work out. I'm sorry. Oh, Except Tara. for like I have dated some guys. Okay. In the past where I've like taken care of everything for them. Oh no. Yeah, and that I was like, I don't want to do that again. Okay. I don't think you should, but you live and you learn. Yeah. So I was like, I literally like my first boyfriend, I paid for everything. What? Yeah. Was he older, younger? Um, we were in the same grade. Okay. Um, All right. I just think that he thought my family had a lot of money. And, and so, so he just. He's like, oh, okay, you want to pay for this meal? Okay. You want it balls on that right. one. And we would smoke weed sometimes. So it was like, okay, you want to pay for the weed? Okay. And then, like, I remember stealing bottles from my house for him. 
like, I mean, bottles of wine that were like $80 too. God. And I was like, I didn't know how much they cost at that time until I like started drinking in my 20s, you mm-hmm. know? That's crazy. I, oh God, that makes me so mad. Right? So never again. Never again. That's mm-hmm. not what you're doing. Yeah. All right. So this sounds like a good guy. He paid for shit. That's good. Yeah. And guys, we're not saying, uh, I'll take care of something here and there. You know, yeah. as like a surprise. Like yeah. an added bonus. Like, I'll give you my free Dateline stuff that I get. <laughs> Wait, so how did you guys meet? Um, So actually really funny. Your show. <laughs> I mean, guys, I am just, whew, what a matchmaker. Yeah. Um, Carrie set it up. He came to your show. Yeah. And apparently that was like our first date. Was that a date to you? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's not a date. That's a meet cute. Yeah. That's yeah. a meet cute. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I feel like Cupid. I'm so, you're welcome. Yeah. He took like the same photo of like all three of us too. Oh, my God. It was great. That's, I gotta <laughs> see that. Wow. Okay. So, it's on your Instagram. Is it? Your photo. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That will be posted with this podcast. Um, that's... Maybe not because you give him a shout out. Oh. In it. <laughs> okay. We will not. Sorry, guys. You figure it out, you detectives out yeah. there. No, that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. Um, I I also... I. I feel like you're glowing. Like, the last time I saw you, you just seem very, like, light and, like, just kind of carefree and happy right now I want to know what's going on besides the dating what else are you oh well this is a home environment so I like home environments um every time I see you Mm -hmm. it's like other people are joining us and we're going out yes so I have social anxiety and then I have to drink a lot so that's probably why you haven't <laughs> seen that glow because I'm actually sober now. Perfect. Yes. I made her a terrible Cosmo because my ingredients, and I'm a bartender, which you've been to bartending school, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. I felt a lot of pressure. A, B, I had 100% like all natural real cranberry juice, which is just disgusting. It's new, but it's just not the same. And then I didn't have lime, so I apologize. So that's the stuff that you drink if you have a UTI, right? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> no UTI right now. Thank God. Thank the Lord. <laughs> thank the Lord. Well, another reason why I wanted to have you on this podcast is because we just got through Halloween and the holiday season's coming up. Black Friday's coming up. Everyone's going to be shopping at malls. And I feel like you have really good advice on being safe in parking garages. Okay. And self-defense. And I feel like I, I randomly was listening. I've talked about it on this podcast before, an episode of Oprah's Soul uh, conversations and it was a bunch of women talking about either being raped or going through okay. certain things and it was so helpful being reminded of the shit that we all know yeah you know like w- even just not looking at your freaking cell phone when you're walking to your car yeah so I I would love because you said in your book you're gonna be talking about red flags for you to give us some advice on being safe in this holiday season I'm um, well being safe I feel like one thing, if you're walking to your car and you're shopping, um, just maybe not be on your phone. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of where your car's at. I always take my key. Sorry. <coughs> I'm just getting over a cold and okay. it's hard to breathe in this air. Not my apartment air, guys. There's been fires. <laughs> There's been fires, yeah. <laughs> I had to get an inhaler. 
but I forgot it. That's so crazy. I wish I had one to give you. I'm so it's sorry. It's okay. I, I should like... turn that fireplace off. <laughs> it's probably making it worse. So keep giving us advice. I'm going to turn that off right now. Oh, um, I don't think the fire is bothering me, though. <laughs> it's just a little cough. <laughs> um, so uh, having your key out before you are entering your car. Um, also, unlocking only one side of the door, because if you unlock all of it and then someone can come into the other side and okay. grab um, the other side of the door. Um, that's actually happened to my sister before. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And she only locked, unlocked her car once, so the guy couldn't get in, and then wow. she just took off. That's so scary. Yeah. So doing that, and then if you have, like, keys, put them in between your fingers if you walk. If you're scared, though, because it doesn't happen as much as you think it does with, like, um being grabbed randomly okay but if it's like you're with an abuser or a stalker you have a stalker then you should definitely be thinking about these things because i've heard you talk about a tactical pin okay um what's that so it's this tactical pin it's like basically you don't write with it but i think you can write with it okay um but you just have it on you when you're walking and instead of um using a taser or pepper spray. It's something that you could just like take on the airplane with you even. Mm-hmm. And you just have it by your side and you could take it out and just the surprise of jabbing someone in the neck or wherever <laughs> um, will kind of surprise them. And so they'll most likely be shocked yeah and just have those seconds where you can leave and get away from this person. So that's what I wanted to know for you. Like, obviously, we're not going to go into your whole story. I've already talked about all of that. But, I mean, I feel like some of the biggest fears and the misconceptions are that you're, you know, that someone's just going to take whatever weapon you have and use it on you. Yeah. Like, what do you recommend? Because can you just tell the meatballs really quick how you actually did the final deed to get away from your attacker? Okay, so my attacker was my stepdad, and that's kind of key into um knowing also because it wasn't a random person yeah it was someone that was stalking me for a while someone that I was aware that was dangerous and that could hurt me so when he showed up I knew it was game on and I first thing you should do is try to flee the scene try to run away from them make as much noise as you can like scream yell don't yell for help um, no, no one, no. Yeah. You got to just like scream like someone's killing you. Maybe yell that if someone's <laughs> killing you or trying to kill you. Just be um, honest. Or say fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. Get people to come to your attention because sometimes if you're yelling like maybe this guy's killing me, like that could sway either way. It could sway people to come to you or it could sway people to run away from Because they are scared too, probably. Yes. Um, like a lot of people didn't come to my help because they thought that I was already dead. Really? Mm-hmm. 
What? So you were in your parking garage? Yes, but it was the top floor and it was open. So it was like there was apartments and like I think three levels that could see the parking garage. Okay. And um, a lot of people were watching from their balconies, but they called 911. Some people came down, but they couldn't get to me in time. Uh-huh. I had already. Okay, so going back to the attack, um, I tried to flee. I was unable to disconnect from him, so I kept, he tried to grab my mouth. I bit as hard as I could. I screamed. I just kept biting, kicking, like doing everything I could to defend myself. Then I ended up falling. Oh, and my dog was with me, biting his ankles. Um, And then I ended up falling backwards, like stumbling. And then he ended up on his knees, and he was on top of me. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to stab me at this point Mm -hmm. because he had the knife in a Del Taco bag. So I didn't know I was getting stabbed at first. I thought I was just getting punched. So yeah, what did that feel like? It just felt like someone was punching you? Yes. And I just like, it was like, now that I think back to it, like I did feel like a sharp pain, Uh but it, it's not like if you cut your knife on the cutting board, it's not like that feeling at all. It's like, you don't feel it exactly like that. Really? Uh-huh. Is it, it like an adrenaline thing? Yeah, it's more so an adrenaline thing. Adrenaline thing. It's like you get punched and then your adrenaline kicks in and then you kind of don't feel it when you're fighting. Yeah. Like I and well, I'm going to explain what happened first and Thank then you. I'll explain like that I actually like had a stab that I didn't know of. Um at the doctors. Um at the hospital you are a superhero Uh, oh thank you um but like when I was on my back I was pedal kicking him and using my legs because that's your biggest um muscles in your body and so I was trying to kick the knife out of his hands Mm -hmm. and I was kicking his forearms right in between I was wearing rain boots so I had that advantage on me also which is crazy because it never rains in LA (laughs) well I worked at a dog kennel oh (laughs) So, so I, job perk. Uh-huh. So I was wearing ring boots because I had to hose down the dog runs. And um, so I had those as my advantage. And I kicked the knife out of his hand and it landed directly on my right hand side in the ice pick position, which is the best position to pick up the knife. Okay. And I picked it up and I just started wailing on him. And I didn't, like, remember where I stopped him at first. It's just, like, you know, going through trauma, your mind kind of blocks certain parts out. So I thought I stopped him in the chest, but mm. I stopped him in the back. Oh, wow. And then I stopped him 11 times in the back. So it probably punctured some lung. Yes. Going through. Yeah, no, and I definitely remember him falling on top of me and, like, gas. And then I, like, held his head because I'm a Walking Dead fan and I was just thinking I was killing a zombie. But, like, it's more than that. Like, I say that joke, but it's, like, just because monkey see, monkey do, that's how I killed him. And um, he fell on top of me and I was holding his head so that he wouldn't bite me. And then I gave the last two 
stabs into the head. I gave it into his forehead and then the last one into his eye because that's the softest point of entry. <sighs> Get it out, girl. <laughs> oh, man, guys. See, these series are educational. They are. Right? Uh-huh. That's, I mean, you are so strong, though. I mean, this was a guy, he was in good shape. Um. Okay, so he deteriorated. He deteriorated okay. a little bit because he was doing heavy drugs. Oh. And then, yeah, he also did, I think, have cancer. Okay. He told my mom he had cancer and we thought he was lying, but we don't think he was lying about that anymore. He's not Brooks yeah. from the OC. Yeah. <laughs> He's not Brooks. He's not Brooks. Wow. Thank you, A, for sharing that play-by-play and then, I mean, after it was all done, was he dead right away? So he was brain dead. He was brain dead. Okay. Um, they revived him on the scene mm. and um, took him to the ICU. Okay. Yes. What about you, though? I mean, you just like, I. <laughs> it's so funny because I feel like fight or flight, like certain people would have just not done anything. Yeah. Well, it's... um. I feel like I hated him, first of all. Yeah. He was trying to, like, kill my mom, I thought. Mm -hmm. Like, at one time, I thought he was drugging her. Oh, So, and then he threatened my sister. He threatened my family. He threatened my whole entire family. Yeah. So, this guy really did deserve it, and... He was like a horrible, evil person. Do you feel like you are a little bit psychic, though? Because I've heard you talk about the fact that you've like had dreams about either stabbing him before that happened or you even when you were little, didn't you have night terrors? Yes. Okay. Um, let's get back to let's okay. go to where you're from and how you got to where you are. So when okay. you're a little girl. So when I was a little girl, I grew up in Orange County, California. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess, like, the part where you talk about, like, my night terrors and stuff, I did have a trauma happen to me when I was a kid. Okay. Someone came into my room and tried to grab me, and then my sister woke up, screamed, he dropped me on the floor, and then ran out the window. It was, like, a one-story house, Mm so, um... And then after that, but I'm not sure if it was from the trauma or what it was from. Yeah. Um, because children in trauma, they can see figures that are not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so just going through that event, I would see like shadows and figures. And um, I like at one point thought I saw E.T. I was definitely scared of him though. Oh my God. So, so scared of E.T. Right? <laughs> it's so terrifying. He has a big head. He comes from another planet. Like he's nice, but like he still might murder you in your sleep. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. So um, I like, I don't think that was real, you know, that I saw because like as a kid saying, you know, going through trauma, you see things that aren't there. Yeah. But I do think kind of that I am acceptable to those things Mm -hmm. because my sister went to a psychic and she just had this crazy story about like saying something happened like that someone grabbed me Uh and she thought that it could have been um a ghost really yeah no way yeah because my parents also didn't believe me they didn't no 
And was that like your mom and your actual dad at the time? Yes. Wow. So um, that was interesting. But they were also going through a really rough spot in their relationship. Mm -hmm. So it could have been like they just maybe didn't want to believe that someone came into their house and tried to uh, kidnap their daughter. So it could have been either or. Oh, my God. You must have been the cutest little kid. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I like cut my bangs super short one time. I feel like we all did at one point. A bowl cut. (laughs) Was it like a bleach blonde bowl cut? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> they were like, she's got to go to cosmetology school. Yeah. And then I did. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, but my sister told me to cut my hair and I just did whatever she said. Because so you're like, the okay. younger one, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm the youngest of the whole family. I always wanted to be the youngest one. I was the oldest. I am the oldest. And I just feel like it's so much fun to be the younger sister. Yeah, you get away with so much. Well, actually, no. No. No? No. What? Because my sister <laughs> was a troubled son kid. Like, she just did whatever she wanted. Yeah. Um, We had nannies, and she just, like, we were never really told no. Okay. But I always had that conscience, and I was always like, oh, okay, like, Maybe we shouldn't do this, but she would tell me to do it. And I'll be like, okay. And so I would just like follow her. And she would have more of a lenient punishment. And because I knew it was actually wrong what I was doing, I was the one that got held more accountable. Really? Yeah. Oh, I would be pissed about that. Right? I was like, Jacqueline did like strip poker in the um <laughs> playhouse oh God, in middle really school funny. and she got grounded for like two days and I went and had a drink with my friends in high school and I got grounded for two weeks yeah oh well her name's Jacqueline and she's the oldest yeah yeah we yeah we used to get away with a lot of shit well like she's um so I have three sisters one brother okay so like but my family had um, groups. So they, my dad had a daughter from a previous marriage. Mm-hmm. And then my um, mom had a daughter and a son from a previous marriage. Got it. So it was like groups. And then Jacqueline was just like my sister. And we're 15 months apart in age. Oh, wow. That's close. Yeah. So it was like. You're almost okay. like Irish twins. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you guys have like almost telepathic stuff with each other? Like, could she even sense? Like, how was it after like everything happened when she saw you? Like, how did that go with her? Because I feel like sisters have an unspoken bond. So, um, the day before she actually saw him at her apartment complex Mm -hmm. and she chased him down with one of her friends and um, then she came to my house, but I had work at 7 a.m. So she didn't wake me up. She just, like, went by my door, and then she heard my cat. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, like, Tara's fine. And then um, the next day she warned me. The day of the attack. Uh-huh. But I was going to the Jason Aldean concert, so I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. And she also said a different car then he showed up in. Okay. So I was like, okay, that's not him. And when I pulled up into my parking structure, I still didn't think it was him for some reason. Mm -hmm. 
I was just distracted by the concert. Well, you were thinking about Jason L. Dean. Yeah. You're like, I got to get to the concert. Yeah. Are you still pissed about that? Did you Have you been back to a Jason L. Dean concert? So I've seen him three times since. Okay. <laughs> and I actually got to meet him. Oh, my god. Yes. So I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied. You're okay. Yeah. I mean, afterwards, where you're a little like, come on. I was-, I was ticked. I was, well, I was in the ambulance and I looked at myself. I'm like all bloody and stuff. I'm like, um, do you think that we could wrap this up in time so that I could go? I'll just go looking like this. <laughs> and they're probably like, this girl's crazy. She just looked like she oh killed someone. She did. And she's ready to go to a concert. Yeah, she's in shock. Yeah, she's in shock. Oh, my gosh. Did you meet his wife also, Brittany? No. no. Um, but I'm, like, eventually hope to get with her manager. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've talked to him before, but he says I need to get at 300,000 followers oh, or more. How annoying like, is that? Oh, man. Okay. I hate that that's, right? that's how you get a manager. Right? I know. It makes me so angry. I know. I met her before. It was right when her and Jason met. She oh, used really? to come into the parlor where I bartended. Oh. She was stunning. Like, we all just couldn't stop staring at her. Like, and she was just so perfect and cool. She yeah. was so nice. She's, like, destined to end up with someone. Someone. Like, something great was yeah. going to happen. And I was even at the den the night that they met. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Scandalous night. You're giving me chills. Oh. <laughs> really? I don't know why. I could lose like an hour looking at her Instagram though. Like I love her hair tutorials and I just, there's something, I mean, you have, you're the same way. There's something about a sparkly, pretty blonde. Oh, thank you. Yes. I like your Instagram stuff too. I'm like, oh, she's so cool. Oh girl. She does funny Britney stuff. (laughs) Do you like Britney or are you just full on country? I love her. Right? Yeah. I mean, like you grew up with her, you know, you're a 90s kid, right? Right? Yeah. I'm trying to work on a one woman show called I, Britney. So in the vein of I, Tanya, only it's like her true story. Oh, wow. I like it. You like it? I like it. Have people approached you? And so now, and we're going to wrap it up because I'm about to do your podcast. Um, Have people approached you about just doing like your own one woman series because I know there's a season two of Dirty John coming out is that completely isolated from everything yeah that's a completely different story story everything different producer I'm like I don't even know anyone that works on that show now oh god yeah okay so I mean, you call me for background if you hear this. <laughs> were you a, were you a background person on the Dirty John series? Yes, Does but that I make was you su- angry. <laughs> I've done background so many times. Really? Yes. Do you know one of the first background I did was in Long Beach? I played like a model, like whatever stupid. This was probably twelve years ago on like CSI or NCI, one of those. Dexter. No, it was oh. like one of those like CSIS. Well, they, they filmed Dexter in Long Beach. Yeah. Oh, so were you on that? No, I wish. Oh God, I'm just obsessed with it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I live in Long Beach, so I'm like, oh, that's where that thing happened. Yeah. Or that's like, um, where he used to live, or like where that shooting happened. So I feel like you like should cool. be like a detective or like a forensic specialist. Like, have you ever wanted to do that? You're so. That's a lot of school. If- <laughs> They don't grandfather you in. <laughs> Can't go on the Kim Kardashian plan. I mean. <laughs> That's terrible. She's going through it. Honestly, though, 
I would do it if it was Kim Kardashian plan, but that's really hard to do. It is. Yeah. What she's doing is really hard right now. And I commend her. I've been obsessed with the Kardashians lately. Like I can't stop. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I listen to, have you ever listened to the podcast comments by Celeb? Celebs. They do these Kardashian recaps where I don't even watch the show. I just listen to their recaps because they're so fucking funny. I mean, to be honest, I don't want to say this to piss them off yeah they kind of just annoy me with how um many people look up well just like more so kylie jenner okay like how many people are obsessed with her and how she told these girls like how she did that lip thing and then they ended up blowing up their lips like i just don't think that she cares a lot about people okay but then i don't know her personally and i mean like she probably, you know, being in the spotlight's really hard. So, you know, I you, commend her for that. I just wish she wouldn't have told people false information. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. Now, do people recognize you? I'm at like every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah. Okay. Do you like it or? Um, depends what they say to me. Got it. I am like... I was at my old apartment complex, and I kind of don't want to be recognized at where I live. No. Um, It's your, like, sanctuary or safe space. Yeah. Have you moved? You've moved, right? I moved, yeah. Okay, thank God. Um, That was in Laguna Niguel. Okay. But this guy came up to me, and he's like, you're the girl that killed her stepdad. And I'm just like, I don't want to be mean to people, but I was just like, yeah. It's, like, not a novelty, dude. Yeah. It's like, well... Just, like, say, oh, my gosh, you're the girl that self-defended yourself. Or, like, hey, were you on this show? Mm-hmm. You know, I get it when you're staring at me that you recognize me from something. So, like, just come up and say something nice. I think it's different because I've heard that you're actually close with one of your stepsisters. Yeah. And when you – do you guys joke around about, like, when people are like, how are you guys? <gasps> oh, yeah, in New York. Um, someone asked her, they're like, oh, how do you know each other? And then – Emily just says, oh, she killed my step or she killed my dad. <laughs> How? It's <laughs> insane. But I think, I mean, coming from a comedy standpoint, the best comedy is when you can laugh at tragedy. Yeah. And- well, I'm like, I'm kind of, okay. So Gabby has been asking me like, oh, you should do that. Um, the thing at the blended lab. Okay. The night, like, tell stories about dates and stuff. And I'm like, maybe I should, but I'm nervous because what if I, like, joke about, like, getting stabbed and then no one laughs? Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? Because it's not that it's funny, but if you can joke around it, uh, joke around about it, then we need to get on board as an audience with you. That's how I feel. You like own it you got a power about it now it's like not something that upsets you anymore so it's like I think it's powerful for me personally I think you're a really powerful woman and I want to know how you got that way like was it just something you've always possessed or I guess I mean just watching my mom do her work and everything she's an interior designer yes how's Uh, Ambrosia home designs going it's going good right I am Ambrosia interior home. I don't know. Just something like that. It's on your Instagram. I manage the Instagram page too, so yeah. I should know this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it's going. Um, 
I mean, a lot of her employees need to shape it up Ooh. and to not lollygag when she leaves town. Ah, uh, I hate that. Um, so it's really like tough on my mom because she feels like she has to micromanage everything. Yeah. But I think when she gets a good routine going that it will go great that way. Okay. But I think that the store is going to flourish and I think that it's going to do well. Do you guys have the same style or are you like clashing with your mom where you're like, oh, that's ugly. Don't do that. Um, I mean, my place is pink, um, mirrored furniture and like great so Barbie Barbie dream house yeah 2019 Barbie I dream was house. like um I'm gonna stay single till I'm like 37 no, so you're, might as well. <laughs> you're gonna find a dude that loves it respects it and is into it yeah no you'll be fine I'm not worried about you at all I want to know um what you're working on now I know you're working on the book and yes. you're also doing a lot you you've done a lot of work with therapy and PTSD stuff is there anything because you've talked to college students about it haven't you um so that didn't quite um work out okay um just because they wanted me to sign a contract and I had to be liable for a million dollars worth of insurance no thank you um so that just unfortunately didn't work out um but I have talked on talked at crime con about self-defense and about red flags and relationships i've spoke with my mom on different television television shows yeah you can just google all the things that you've done yeah, yeah. or just go to my website taranewell.com I have it all up on the media page. Amazing. And do you think the number one thing is to listen to your like gut and your intuition? Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, if you notice something's off, you're usually right. Okay. So no one's going to call you crazy. And if they do, who cares? I mean, if multiple people are calling you crazy, then you might be a little crazy. <laughs> um, but if like one person, aka a guy is saying this to you or like one friend, then you know what? Ignore them. Thank you. Next. Oh, look at you. I like that. Thank you. Next. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do actually a few rapid fire questions with you. Okay. Next. Um, also, I you know what's so refreshing about you? What? Is that like at first glance you think like you're just a total girly girl, but I feel like you'd actually like get down and like play sports and actually Oh, yeah. Like, no, I'll throw hey. the football. I'll break a few nails. Will you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I mean, you're a whole package. Well, I actually like to rock climb. I just need to cut my nails. You like to rock climb? Uh-huh. Where do you go rock climbing? Well, I like to boulder because like I'm scared, terrified of heights. Oh, you are. Um, but I used to do Cinder One, and then it um, is. What is that? Cinder One is like this rock climbing place by LAX. Oh, yes. All right. I'm and into then that. Um, there's a place called Hangar 18 that I used to go to. Hangar 18. Uh huh. All right. Cool. And that's all bouldering there. Oh my god, guys! I'll put it in the notes. All right. Rapid fire. You've made it to the just enough section. Favorite zombie movie? Oh. Or a favorite horror movie? There's just so many. I know there's so many good ones. Um, well, my favorite horror movie at the moment, actually, it's probably like, oh my gosh. Well, I like Real War Z. Oh, um, that's a good that. one. Um, but I also like Zombie Land is funny. That's a good one. And I haven't seen the double tap yet. I really want to see that. Yeah, me too. That would be a good date night one. Yeah, yeah. Right. He hasn't seen it already. <laughs> Whatever, he can yeah. go again with you. Uh, favorite Christmas movie because we're in the season. Ooh, 
Elf. Elf. Oh, Elf. yeah. Yes. That's a good one. Okay. I was in New York and pressed all the buttons, and <laughs> it was great. Oh, my God. What was your favorite part of being in New York? Um, I like the Andy Cohen show. Oh, yeah. You were the bartender, weren't you? Um, not this time. I was just an audience member, but okay. Kelly Dodd and Brandy Glanville were there. Oh, my God. I saw that one, and they shouted you out. Yes. Yes, they showed you on TV, and I was yes. like, yeah. Wait, were they cool in person? I like them. You right? I like them together too. I like. I'm like. I want to be with them. in that sandwich and be best friends doing shots with them. So okay, I love that you love them because I'm a fan too. I want to know who is your favorite like housewife of all time. Oh, I'm. I like Brandy. I like Brandy. She is like a wild one without a tongue or like without, you know, she just says whatever's on her mind. And I thoroughly enjoy. Oh, I did really enjoy Kim Richards, though. (laughs) She turtle time. Oh, Oh. my gosh. She was one of my favorites. I'm going to go with her. Kim Richards. Kim Richards. But also Brandy Glanfield, Patera on Uh your podcast. Oh, she has a podcast? She has a podcast. Yeah. She has like a serious XM show. Oh, I'm going to hear her up. Do it. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. Do you have a favorite sport? Um, I like baseball. You like baseball? Yes. You ha- did you watch the World Series? Um, I actually didn't because my teams were in it. Me too. I was like over it by the and time that happened. I feel like there was so much commotion about the fires mm-hmm. that we were focusing on that. It overpowered it mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. Um, do you want to know that our like big sports event that happened this week actually is so on brand with you because I know you love animals. Um, there was a black cat that walked out onto the field. Oh, I saw that. You did? Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this cat, like, can someone go grab it or something? <laughs> that cat was the coolest cat I've ever seen. But he looked so scared. He did. Yeah. He looked so scared. It was during, the, I'm sure you guys have watched the game or have heard about this. It was during the Monday Night Football game against, it was the New York Giants, my team against okay. the Dallas Cowboys. I'm honestly... I think the cat jinxed us because we were in the lead and that the cat walked down on the field and we shit the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> I think all the players just cared about the cat. I, I think so. Right? Do you know that apparently there's like straight and we have season tickets to the Giants games in oh, the what? 20 years I've been going to Giants games. I've never seen a stray cat anywhere, but apparently they live in the stadium. Huh? I feel like we should it's have like Disneyland. It- <laughs> Do you like Disneyland? I'm, it gives me anxiety sometimes, but I did have a season pass this past year. You did? Yeah. Did you actually go? I went a few times. Okay. Um, my family came from Texas. Okay. So we all went together, and that was like a fun day. And um, there's this thing called the comeback pass. If you, I can't talk right now. <laughs> it's all good. There's this thing called the comeback pass where if you have PTSD or like anxiety around being around people or just like a disorder, then you go ask for a comeback pass and then you could just skip the front of the line after a certain amount of minutes. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So I was like, okay, that's, that's good to know. how it's doable. That's how it's doable. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, all right. I want to know who do you like better? Connie Britton. In Friday Night Lights or Sandra Bullock in The Blind Side? Who would you rather – actually, who would you rather be like your, like, mom? 
Oh my gosh. Well, I love Connie. I know this is like Sophie's choice. And like, I know her. I know. She was so amazing. Were you on board with her playing your mom? A hundred percent. She had her mannerisms down so much. Really? Yeah. Well, she got together with my mom several times. Okay. And got lunch. I met them at the Ivy one time because I was like, I want to meet Connie. My ex just worked on a movie with her. And I was like, he knows her. That's not fair. She's playing my mom. And um, I love how sassy you are. It's so good. And then, okay, so I'm going to get ridiculed for saying this. But do you know, um, there's this actor named Thomas. And he was in a movie with her also. And he was friends with my ex. And I went to, like, go hang out with them or him, my ex, one day. And Thomas was there. And I just showed up. I said, oh, my gosh, we had the same mother. And he's just like, who is this girl? She's crazy. And then it took him a minute to get it because he's like, oh, Got yeah, it. Connie played my mom, and it, she played her mom in her show. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Spilling the tea. Yeah. Did you have involvement with the casting process at all? No. No. I want – okay, so I love Julia. Oh, yeah. Julia – is it Gardner? Yeah, Gardner. Yeah. Um, I love her, but I didn't know who she was at first. Yeah. Um. So before the casting, like, even happened, I was like, oh, I want that girl um, from American Horror Story mm-hmm. who played Connie Burton's daughter because mm-hmm. she was cool. But I love Julia so much. She did a great job. Cool. I love American Horror Story. Are you on board right. for that? Although I don't like the last season. No. Or this season. The 1984. Yeah. I love the first episode and I keep trying to like get back with it and I can't. I don't know. Um, also, yeah. okay, on brand, uh, do you like Jersey Shore or Real Housewives of New Jersey? I'm, I'm going to say Jersey Shore because I heard all of them have their shit together now. Yes. And that it's a good season. Okay. And I just can't get with Teresa since the table flipping incident. You can't do it? I no. mean, we're genetically predisposed to flip tables. I just have to let really? you know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's just a thing. Well, <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I have enough drama in my own life. <laughs> like, I don't need it. I don't need home. to watch this on television. Yeah. I'll just watch the OC Housewives because that's what I'm going to be like when I'm older. Oh my God. Okay. So have you been watching this season and then we will totally wrap it up. I won't yes. even make you play playing the field. Um, <laughs> It's, it's just going to be too long. Okay. Have you been watching this season? I want to know what you think of everyone. Is Tamara a monster? Do you like Kelly? Do you like Emily? Like what, who needs to go? And then we will get to your reading. Okay. So uh, Tamara went to my church. And I just think there's something about her where she's miserable. Okay. Um, And then just watching this season, uh-huh. she stirs the pot. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm going to say this. Like she said, the thing about Kelly Dodd, about Vicky's funeral, that could have just not been said. Yeah. But then Tamara said it, and then she was like, did I just say that? It's like When you're like, yeah, bitch, you plan to say that to stir the pot. 
It's too calculated. Uh-huh. Like, I like a good Kristen Cavallari from the hills. Yes. And, like, oh, like, what was it? Laguna Beach Hillin. Yeah. Like, she just fucking said things. Uh-huh. And just put them out there and owned it. I don't like someone that says it and then, like, Retracts. scours back. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Own your bitchiness. Yeah. Don't be the rats. Oh, my God. Own I up just to got it. so Jersey. <laughs> We were both like pointing. I'm like, you did it. Well, I get angry because it's like, I see that she's like doing oh evil God. things. And I'm like, she's like just manipulating them. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, and yeah. I think like Vicky, like she's cool. You know, she like is doing her own thing kind of now, you know, yeah. knowing like she it's just an OG, you know. She's going to be there. Yeah. She's a boss bitch. She's a staple. Yeah. Um, but I really like Kelly Dodd. I'm a fan. Yeah. She tells it like it is. Yeah. No, I like it. And I can't stand Shannon. <laughs> like, stop making shit up. Like, okay, this is wrong with you now. This is wrong with you. Why don't you just be happy realign your chakra and go well i think she is doing it more this season like Mm -hmm. going out and getting laid more she is she does have a glow on her like i like her better this season yeah i'm a big fan this season i'm okay with it yeah rather than the last season i was like oh get her off my tv Mm -hmm. too much too dark yeah (laughs) um well i love you love you too and i thank you and i am so grateful to have you here you can come back whenever you want yes but we have to get to your podcast so i do have a little read for you you don't have to play playing the field we already talked sports um grab uh the page that says toxic and i thought that would be very <laughs> on brand for you you can read it as the future oc housewife that you will be or you can read it as yourself or you can read it as britney spears or do i have to read all of it no just pick like a oh, line or okay. two pick your favorite line and i'll talk about the podcast really quick so you can look through it and pick your favorite like two lines from it um meatballs if you love tara please 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 subscribe rate and review time out with tara it's her podcast i'm about to do it and then when you're done with that subscribe rate and review what's your jersey podcast because you know we appreciate it and that's how we keep podcasts going we like to hear from you yeah you know totally right yeah i didn't hear what you were saying because i was trying to think of what i was gonna say i was gonna no you know i don't know not an actress or anything. That's what'll make this good. Okay. Did you pick a line? Yes, I did. Perfect. It's dangerous. I'm falling. There's no escape. I can't wait. I need a hit. Baby, give it to me. You're dangerous. I'm loving it. Too high. Can't come down. Losing my head. Spinning round and round. I just made it very poetic. It was great. <laughs> no, you guys, applaud her. If you're sitting in your car, that was perfect. Thank you. No, pimp yourself out. Tell everyone where they can find you and just all the good things. Okay, so I'm most active on Instagram. You can find me. My, hand, my handle is Tara Newell, mm-hmm. T-E-R-R-A-N-E-W-E-L-L. And then I'm also on Twitter, Tara underscore Newell. And then my website is TaraNewell.com. Perfect. Also, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, hopefully in Hollywood Mm -hmm. with a nice one-bedroom or two-bedroom house, living with my dogs, maybe someone else in my life. We'll see. 
That's a great little dream for you. I yeah. feel like you're 100% going to accomplish that before five years from now. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but salute to that. Yes. Um, thank you again for being here. Meatballs, all my tour dates and everything are just on my Instagram and my website at Jacqueline Marfuji. And if you want to reach out to me or Tara, just email me at what's your Jersey podcast at gmail.com. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. This is What's Your Jersey Podcast, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Just put your paws up, because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. 